This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours, and we are going to continue the topic of childlike faith. And and when we left just a few moments ago for mm-hmm. us, and, and don't know when you're picking up this episode, but when we left, last talked with you about this topic, we were dealing with little Bruce. Right. We're talking about, yeah, when I was five years old, I attempted suicide. I actually put a plastic bag over my head, and for which my parents sent me to counseling back there, and I remembered all that, just didn't remember what had aggravated me so bad. And I think for the sake of understanding where I believe this led to more of my heart back, you know, Jesus, through the help of the Holy Spirit, guided me into the little child that was there and allowed me to finally to discern through Bruce, who was my little self, my younger self. My name's Robert Bruce, so they called me Bruce up until I was a certain age. And Bruce finally told me. Don't you remember the burgundy car, the one with the wheels? And we were trying to fix it, and they wouldn't let us. And you know, and it was kind of like the kid, you know, like the movie, yeah. the kid. And it's me and him having this whole deal. And you know, you might like in the movie, the kid. I thought we didn't cry anymore. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the same kind of thing is that I re grasp on my relationship with my younger self and saw how cool I was <laughs> for lack yeah. of a better way to put it like oh that little you know because it really little Bruce had always embarrassed me you know got me into all kinds of shenanigans and people would laugh at me you know based on that little well, guy well little Bruce at five was still nine feet tall so I mean <laughs> yeah. that's that's part of the issue so through that process which is available you know counselors are available the holy spirit's available jesus is available all that stuff is saying this is what jesus wants but there are wounds there's agreements there's bitter roots there's a lot of stuff that's in that that requires work it's not like you're just going to go okay you know one day i'm going to get it all back there's something to that well so maybe those years you were playing basketball they weren't booing you they were saying bruce bruce So, I mean, you two guys have talked about this tonight uh, and about, you know, kind of going back and, and allowing your, your heart and your mind to go back to a very young place and allow Jesus to come into that with you and do some healing from that young place. And so you would recommend that that's the childlike faith that we're talking about. I mean, that takes a huge amount of childlike faith to go, okay, Jesus, I'm willing to let you take me back to to 10 or 5 or 11. Um, Is that what we're talking about? That's beautiful. I mean, absolutely. Like, I know that he wants me to have my heart back. And I also know that he knows where the, where the, the, the sticking points are, where it is I got trapped and what Satan baited me with, et cetera. So if you were... (laughs) If you're a listener and you're listening right now or, or Sam and Robbie talking to our listeners um, and the rest of you guys on the on the phone, if our listeners are going, man, I don't know if I want to do that. I, you know, I yeah. don't, uh, um, 
so would you just say okay ask jesus if if he wants to take you there and trust him if he does but if he doesn't is that okay yeah i think i guess i would say you obviously want to go where jesus wants to take you but you can't rush the timing either right your heart has to be in a right spot you know for me it had to be on the side of a mountain at that advanced boot camp where I was in my life right at that moment mm-hmm. for me to be able to even go there. Okay. Yeah. Right. And so I think it's important that, you know, you, you know, you're on the journey with Jesus, Yep. but you let him lead. But I think it's always taken the questions to him. For me, I guess I would start with what is getting in the way? Yeah. What's getting in the way of my childlike faith? Jesus, can you help me at least see that? I think that's where I see myself going after the couple of weeks of talking about this topic, that the next kind of you know two or three hours that i get in the woods with god that's kind of where i'm headed is okay jesus really what is getting in my way of of being that is it the legalism that i grew up with is it the cynicism that i've developed now is it you know uh, is it arrogance is it pride um is it fear uh, of the unknown and you know we were talking in the break um earlier that the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf with groanings that we don't understand. And we read that in Romans and we go, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, and, and honestly, I think that's the stuff that we're talking about here, that those are the types of things um, that, you know, Jesus may be going, no, it's not safe for you to go back there. There was some really, really ugly, bad stuff that happened to you perhaps back there. And maybe it's not safe and that's okay. The Holy Spirit's got you there. He can interpret, he can, he can help you now and, and he can help, you know, little you then. Um, but maybe it is safe. And, and so if Jesus wants to take you there, that's great. And there's been times, you know, I I had a, a really good counselor with Kim Whitehurst you know, that he would try to, you know, have God take me there, and I just wasn't ready. You know, there were times we did have breakthrough, mm-hmm. but there were also many times that I just wasn't in a place that I could, you know, and I go back to Shrek, because all truth comes from Shrek, right? We're like, <laughs> we're like onions. We have layers, and God knows when to peel back which layer, Yeah. right? And, and that layer of getting to the inner child will be there somewhere, and it'll be there several places, but God dictates when that timing is, mm-hmm. right? It, it's key just to be walking with him in it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more that, that I can't think of the number of times that and I'm, you know, I will um, jur- journal a question that I literally cannot find the answer to of issues within my own sin, you know, like how come I keep doing this? How come I keep doing this? How come mm-hmm. I can't control this? How come I can't do you know, and, 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 and then all of a sudden, you know, months later, years later, literally in some cases, seven or eight years later, all of a sudden this flash will come and, and he will take me back to that question and I can actually find it in my journal where, where I want, I well, was you desperate could before you lost it all, but that was the four year, but I have the okay. older ones. Okay. But, okay. But you're right. So I, I'm like, man, you, you couldn't be more right. That, that he has a time, yeah. but where I find myself there a lot of the times is I cannot control my sin. <laughs> you know, that's, that's where I usually go, like, this is where I'm struggling to get to the childlike faith because I'm, I'm struggling such with sin. I, that's, that's me. Every time I try to 
jump on childlike faith and and walk in it um the enemy or you guys remind me of my sin um you know my wife is very gracious and says you're a wonderful man um the dog looks at you a little yeah, the dog yeah. yeah the dog goes hey rodney really hey. does when rodney yeah. looks at you through oh, no, rodney you, has those eyes man i mean ooh, glad he's not my dad i'm sorry yes i did it um rodney you want to defend yourself there I do not. <laughs> like a whoop pup. Just, just go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, I think it is important that, you know, Robbie, sometimes it is that sin. I think that Jesus is going to use several different ways to get you to that point. You know, I'm still kind of blown away. Of, as many times as I watched the kid, and conceptually I got it, I never really thought that deeply about the key was the inner child right getting to the inner child was the key i mean i knew it but when you said it again it was like a different light bulb went off yeah and we've got a clip that goes back to the wonder years which was one of my favorite shows when it was on and the reason was is because i I would watch it every week going man i was an idiot you know (laughs) and and just think if i would have known that stuff when i was that age i'd have been the coolest kid in town man a lot of wisdom in the wonder years oh my gosh there's there's tons and so and i love this clip because it 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 talks about giving up on that you know the things that made us wonder when you're a little kid you're a little bit of everything artist, scientist, athlete, scholar. Sometimes it seems like growing up is a process of giving those things up one by one. I guess we all have one thing we regret giving up. One thing we really miss. That we gave up because we were too lazy. Or we couldn't stick it out. Or because we were afraid. I don't regret giving up that piano, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they got the, the song down pretty well. Though. I love the piano. Yeah. So, hey, Andy, I got to tell you, because of that clip, because you sent it to us earlier in the week, I, I went on Hulu, and they have all the old Wonder Years episodes. They do? Yeah, so I started with episode one the other day, and so I'm going to go through and, you know, as I have downtime, I'm making dinner, whatever I'm doing, I'm just going to put the Wonder Years on. You know, because right. there were so many good shows that I want to I want to listen to it again or watch it again with mm-hmm. a different view. Mm-hmm. You know, because I watched that that show before we really were onto this topic. We're really walking in the message like we are now. Right. I'm sure there's so many good clips. So I I'm expecting we're gonna have Wonder Years clips coming up. <laughs> yep. Nice. I, I know there are because a few years ago I started going. There was a lot of them on YouTube, and I started pulling a bunch of them and and looking at oh my goodness that one and that one and that one there's a ton of really good clips out there um maybe we'll have to change the name of the show to the wonder years but um (laughs) but no it's so harold jim um where are you guys in this what gets in the way what keeps you from from uh living in the childlike faith i don't know if you can hear me yeah we can hear you okay uh what it's been covered i really have a big two and they're related 
pride is underlying for everybody, I think. But mine is my brain. It gets in the way. Uh, I was talking to, I'm selling a house. I got a realtor that I was talking to today. And we had a, a lousy offer. And I came back real quick with a response. And the, then he came back with the, you sure you want to do that? And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> I haven't even talked to God about it yet. And that's been a big part of my life. I'll leap out on my own and then come crippled back, but better for it. But it, but it still happens. And it's, I'm not sure that'll ever stop happening before there's a homecoming, but uh, I would say my biggest issue is my brain. So on the topic of pride, isn't there, even even at that layer, isn't there things underneath that that can drive the pride, right? You know, oh, I think... Yeah. I think about, you know, if you if I, I would give you a one-word answer on what I gets in the way. Smart. I I know a lot of stuff, so yay. Yeah, but I think that sometimes that, that pride's driven out of different things. What can look like pride, if I was going to give the one-word answer of what gets in the way for me, a lot of times it's shame. Mm-hmm. You know, shame of what I've done or shame of what I believe, you know, the shame that I took on as a young kid. You know, still gets in the way, and so I try to control things, which ends up looking like pride. Yeah, but it's driven out of shame or fear, right? You know, and so I think even on those, there's layers to keep peeling back and say, God, what what's in this pride? What's 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 causing this? You know, and it may be five more layers deep. I don't need to say anything else because you just said everything that I would have said. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, I think that, that clip, that too, thing. about the wonder years is, you know, there's a lot of stuff um, that happened in our, our youth, you know, as a child, but also in our youth in between that time where we were a child and an adult, that, you know, those things, those attacks in our heart probably attack straight from Satan to rob our glory if we've talked uh, about it, about really attacking the very thing that God wants to use you to you know, extend his kingdom and bless other people is the fact that, you know, you have a lot more hope what your possibilities are, the the idea that he was just talking about the different career choice, you an artist or or whatever it, it may be, that, that you just those things get in the way and those are the things of the heart. And those things are a lot of times born into you as a kid. I mean the enemy does everything he can, shame and everything else to get in the way of the very thing that God wants for you to experience all the fullness of what he intended for you as a child. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Andy, when you when you said that about the clip, I see that point, but when I listened to it, I was listening to it as if, why couldn't I still be a little bit of an artist and a little bit of this and a little bit yeah. of that? Why do I have to be solely in this one area? You know, because when I pigeonhole myself in this one area, I limit what God may expose me to in other areas. No, absolutely. All those dreams, I think, that he sets in your heart. I mean, he sets a variety of those giftings in us, and, and they can be knocked down. And I think he wants to experience every bit, us to experience every bit of that in our adult that he had intended for. 
agree. And so we know computers were not invented when Harold was a little boy. <laughs> so he didn't grow up becoming <laughs> wanting to be a computer was, programmer. Was Abacus back the, then? I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> so Harold, what did you want to be when you grew up? You you guys are really on a roll tonight. Uh, well, I, w- I actually wanted to be uh, a lot of different things. I, I thought uh, it would be really great to be a Formula One uh, race car driver, or then it became uh, a, a fighter pilot in the Navy, and there were a lot of things like that. But uh, God knew better than I did what I needed, uh, and that's one of the really great things that uh, he gives us what we need a lot of times instead of what we think we want and uh, saves us from ourself. Well, so, you still uh, got to be a Formula One motorcycle driver. <laughs> I had a few years of riding a bike, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, th- I thought I was going to be a fighter pilot in the Navy, and, and after qualifying on the written exam for AOC, uh Two weeks later, I got tricked into a blind date with the woman that I ended up being engaged to six weeks after we met and uh, had to wait about almost 18 months until I finished school. But uh, I graduated on Wednesday, June the 3rd, and was married on Saturday, June the 6th. And uh, coming June the 6th will be 56 years. I knew I needed that woman more than I needed to be on a boat with a bunch of men. And uh, <laughs> he, he gave me he gave me what I really needed to save me from who knows what. Uh, so the childlike things are wonderful to think about, and and even you know when you get to be old like me. Uh, and for those of you listening, these guys are teasing me because. My birthday's July the 28th, and I'll be 79, so uh, I'm not a spring chicken. But fortunately, I, I still think young uh, most of the time, and uh, I love being a part of this group. Uh, if there must be humor, then let it be aimed at me, because I enjoy it as well. <laughs> well, knowing Harold as I do, and I'm blessed to know Harold, when I think of the Wonder Years clip, you know, I happen to know Harold is a poet. He he really, really is. And, and he's also a photographer. A, and I wasn't kidding that he was a motorcycle rider and probably still would be if it was up to him. He certainly is still a Formula One race car driver in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the zip lane or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut him off in traffic, folks. Just if, if you see those Auburn flags flying on that white Honda Zipper merging is not in the Auburn dictionary. No, no. I'm telling War you. War Eagle pops out. <laughs> Do you feel loved, Rob, uh, Harold? Absolutely. I wouldn't give this up for anything. (laughs) But I really do think, Sam, of all the different giftings that I know Harold really has Mm -hmm. and and things that he pursues beyond, you know, he he is the PowerPoint meister, by the way. I I mean, when he does his devotions for his church and stuff like that, it's really, really cool. And I, I was just sitting there, you know, as you said that, I remember that, you know, I have a 12 string guitar. It'll be known, you know, that people would laugh at me. But, you know, I've, 
why don't I go back to that? You know, why when I took up sailing again? Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. what's that done for my heart? Yep. And it's just so many cool things <laughs> that we can we go back to. You know, being that pirate. Arr. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, a few years ago, I went to a uh, this um, painting class with uh, with the lady I was dating, and and. I didn't really want to go, honestly. You know, I went because she wanted to go. It's good to know. Yeah, and I went. Were you brushing up? <laughs> yeah, I was. And, and I, I really, uh, I really loved the painting. You know, and I went back and, and I'd made this agreement when I was back in art class. You know, as a kid, that I can't do art. I'm not creative like that. I, I can't really do that. Yeah, I stink and, at it. And then I found that I really loved painting. Now I'm not saying I'm any good at it. But that didn't matter anymore. <laughs> Were you right? using your fingers? <laughs> yeah, I was finger painting. I was finger painting. No, I'm using a brush, you know. But uh, no, it, it it's something that, you know, I stepped out, I let God kind of work on it, and I find that I really enjoy doing it. It doesn't really matter if it comes out to where anyone else will like it. Because at the end of the day, I just enjoy the process. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's yep. exactly the deal. It's beautiful. That's, and I'm really... I mean, I, uh, I grew up, you know, loving sports, and my my go-to became after I couldn't play any sports, no, nobody wanted me, that I got into, like, fantasy football and that stuff, and that's all wonderful and great, but I think it's kind of the adventure, that, the easy adventure, the, you know, the, the, the sofa adventure, you know, you don't really are doing anything, but as the guys know, I mean, I really, as a kid, like to just get out and wander around and the adventurous stuff i mean i was a, a big daniel boone fan or whatever i mean now I, I have such a i like to go explore i like to go hike i like to go do those things did you so get darren's skin for a cap is what i want to know <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was a big darren coon fan and he, and he took my coon right. skin cap <laughs> but i mean everyone it explains the hair <laughs> for those who are listening both darren and andy are follically challenged (laughs) yeah that's a that's an understatement go ahead you were on your adventure yeah i think we all have that kind of stuff in us and i think those are the things that i'm talking about that i feel like that are or part of the childlike phase and wonder i mean all those all the stuff we're talking about all plays into it because innocence and, and and giftings and and calling and all that stuff tied together but you know we were a child first you know we didn't come out as an adult that's our perspective and that sets the basis for who we are a lot that's when we did our first discovery and i just think that when we all hit that middle age instead of going and and getting having that midlife crisis i think god intends us to go back to our childhood and recapture you know, the innocence and the possibilities and the wonder that we had then. Yeah, and he can do that through asking questions. He can do that through yep. why am I, you know, why am I dealing with a sin? Or he, he can do it through why am I called to go on hikes? You know, God, what was it about that that made it such a good thing for me? And he'll use these multiple entry points to get you back to that place where you start gaining some of the, that childlike faith. Rodney, you've been relatively quiet. We haven't called on you in a while. So why don't you share a little bit with us? What do you want to share? Well, I know. I happen to know one of the places I see, you know, Rodney's son takes him hunting. Right? And and, and that seems... Pardon me? Yeah, it's awesome. And and as you've 
you know, when I see you and Big Jim, you you guys get into trading stuff. And, you know, there's all sorts of different places that seem to make your heart come alive. Yeah, I mean, nature has always been wonderful. I remember always going out with, back in the day, the, the BB gun going down the railroad tracks to the trust a lot of town and, you know, just going out and shooting whatever, me and my buddies, and just having a good time. And then uh, I was always the big sports guy, and I never really took time to go hunting and stuff but always loved my buddies who did and just listen to their stories and every once in a while I'd have to go fishing at night you know on somebody's property we weren't supposed to be on and have adventures like that and just have a good old time and you know being able to do that with your son now because he's into it so it's like okay well let's go do that some of that together and uh, he's far more advanced than I am and what to do when, when you actually you know get the deer <laughs> So he gets to he gets to take care of that, and I get to learn from him, and it's it's a wonderful place to be, you know. Uh, learning things from your son, uh, you know. We, even in faith, you know, we have great conversations about God and where our faith is, and uh, he got to go on a wonderful trip to China for about six weeks, and he learned so much and got to do so much and see another part of the world that you know, most people don't get to see. So it was just really. A wonderful thing for him and get to learn about those things through him and it's it's does it does open up your heart it does bring you alive and takes you back to some childlike wonder because it got me gets me to where i can ask a lot of questions and not have to be the one providing answers that's a pretty good place for childlike faith actually you know i i find myself that way sometimes with my son or his friends or our younger friends or now my grandson that i'm raising you know, that knows more about some stuff than I do. And, <laughs> yeah. and so it's kind of cool to not be the guy that has the answers and it allows you to, to kind of enter into that childlike wonder a little bit more. Yeah. I think it, it's key to, to find those things that take you back into it. You, know, you guys are all sitting here talking and I, and I started thinking again about the painting that I like to do, but I only like to paint landscapes, you know, and, and why? You know, because it's something about the beauty of the landscape that brings my heart alive. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, it takes me back to a place of the wonder of God. It takes me back to a place where it puts me in communion with God in a way that I don't even know I'm in communion with God. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think part of this of what we've been trying to talk about over the last couple of weeks is just saying, okay, Jesus, I'm going to trust and walk with you. Are you going to take me on an adventure? Are you going to take me into a new skill that I didn't know I had? Are you going to mm-hmm. take me into dealing with some sin that I need to deal with? Are you going to take me back to that childhood? But the important part is, is that you walk with him through the steps and go where he's willing to take you. He's going to take you right back to where your heart needs. We'll see you next week.